How's everybody doing? This is Terkessa Lee with my first, first episode of Couture Soul Talk. Um, I'm sitting here with my good friend and sister, Andrea Owens. Um, just really excited, nervous, but ready to get started with the dialogue. Say hi to the people, Andrea. Good evening, good people. Good evening. I am so excited to be here tonight. Man, listen, I was just like, I've been anxious all day long, dropping the goofy memes on my page. I've been watching. <laughs> I ain't tag you though. I ain't tag you because I know you don't be about the foolishness on your page. You all prim and proper, you know. Let's watching. get these girls to college. I've been watching. So I said, yeah, but I figured I'd get everybody's attention. I thought we could stream live, but we can't. So probably we'll air this in about an hour. So I'm just going to lie and tell everybody that um, we air in Pacific time. <laughs> By the time we get done, it's going to be 9 o'clock somewhere. 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 Just not right. We're just not doing Easter Standard Time. Um, so it was really weird because I didn't know um, what I wanted to talk about. It's so many different topics. And me and you just have such a crazy, crazy vibe. We do. Um, we just have this, this organic thing between us that's very natural. So any topic we can pretty much cover. Um, my first thought was to talk about how we um, romanticize relationships and, you know, how doing that, how does doing that and, uh, keep us single? Yeah, you know, yeah. Um, but I was this, about that topic. Yeah, though, so. I mean, we still, I mean, I don't know how to start that conversation because I really, I really just feel like we just don't have a realistic expectation of people and, and and when I say that I'm including myself okay um I've been single for a long time um I do date um just recently stopped talking to somebody who I dated for a few years um and I just don't have the patience or the tolerance and what I felt like is that the longer that I've been single the the longer I've been single the more content I am with not sharing my things, sharing yeah, my space, yes, yes, um, yes. I've become very selfish, and I've been scorned a little bit. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna lie about that. I've been scorned a little bit. So like, I'm just, I'm just not giving. I'm just not willing. I'm not helping to build nobody up. Like I'm 44, okay. Um, homeowner, two teenage kids, educated. Um, I don't feel like helping anybody to catch up. Okay, but you know what though? But does that have anything to really do with the expectation part? Because it's so funny that you said you, that you're saying what you're saying now. Because I had the same revelation myself about myself earlier today, where you know you desire certain things, right. and then say even when they present themselves, I think because I've been single so long now that you still get to a point where you don't feel like it. Right. I mean, I think that I've just I don't have any more expectations. I just been disappointed okay. so much that I just don't expect much from people. And I just think that's a very jaded way of thinking. Mm -hmm. um, however, that is just where I, where I am. Mm -hmm. And I'm just working right now on trying to just be okay. Um, you know, and and I, I, don't, I don't really buy into the school of thought. There are some people who post things like, you know, not every woman wants to be married. Not every woman... <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, the, Here we the, go. People, these people, yeah, those, people. <laughs> those people, these people. Not everybody wants to be married. Not everybody wants to be in a relationship. Um, some people can just live a full life being single. Yeah, I don't believe it. So listen, I try to embrace that shit. Yeah, I don't believe. And it just has not worked for me. Yeah, I don't. Um, that. and I and I really have just gotten to a space where I just understand that you know. People are not made to be alone. Yes, people. I mean, it's can, a, it's just it's is, just it's yes. just not. And I really feel like technology has stolen a part of how we connect with each other. I agree. Um, 
you know, people just are goofy with technology. And when I say we've just breeded a whole new generation of socially inept people. Oh, yeah. People who, like, oh, even yeah. even with my kids, I, like, I remember my daughter got her first job last year. And I drove her to her interview. And the interview was in the lobby. I was still sitting there. And, like, the lady was talking to her. And her head was down. And I was like, um, pick your head up. Yeah. Yeah. Look her in the, the eye. Contact, yeah, the yeah. Body yeah. Don't yeah. talk to her like you on the text message. Yep. You know you got you have to learn how to communicate, and that's something that you know I really work with them on. Mm-hmm. I need you to look at me. Mm-hmm. I need you to be able to talk to me. Don't text me. Come see what I want. Yeah. Well, you listen. Know, so, even on those dating apps, you know it's so funny because you know I mean okay, I've explored dating apps. I'm not that bad. Honey, I am scorned. When I tell you. I'm not that bad. Woo child. Conservative to not not be able to say that I have. Woo child. In the profile, you know, I've often said, you know, when they say, you know, what are you looking for? A man who can use his words. Someone who not only knows how to communicate, but also understands what being communicative. Because that's (laughs) a difference. Hey, now. So, you know, it's, um. The, the, the folks don't know how to use their words. They don't know how yeah. to communicate. They don't know how to call. Um, texting has become a, yes. a lazy way of communicating. Please. Emojis have taken the place of words. Listen here. Can I stop finding out people died on Facebook? Can you let them contact the family? <laughs> like, I'll be, be sick of you. Look, I'll be sick of your people. I'll be sick of your people because it's just like, that's not a proper way to communicate. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. don't. Mm-hmm. I had some. I had somebody text me that somebody died. When I tell you, I could have punched her through five walls. Yeah. That is yeah. not what I want to open yeah. my phone to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That is a conversation. It's a conversation. That is a, that is a talk. It's a talk. You know, and it's not a text message. Like, that was just so inappropriate. Um, I wasn't prepared for it. Yeah. Um, I just opened it haphazardly. Like, oh, let me see what they want. No, are you telling me somebody ain't even... Like, seriously. You know, we just don't communicate anymore. Um, I've had nightmares with the dating apps. When I first got divorced about 10 years ago, I I've tried. I divorced for five or six. Five or six, okay. Mm-hmm. So I got you by double. Um, when I first got divorced, you know, um, I don't know. I just was kind of just want, I just really, I don't know. I just wanted to be on some whole shit for a little bit. Like yeah. I just, and not yeah. even no whole shit, like just sleep with everybody, but just really want to go out and date. Yeah. Because I had just been chasing and being in love with this one person forever. And I just thought that was the only thing that existed. And once once I lost that, I was lost. Yeah. I was lost. Yeah. And even though it wasn't healthy, I still I was accustomed to the dysfunction. Yeah. And I craved the dysfunction. Yeah. So like I ended up getting on some apps. I think I did blackpeoplemeet.com. Okay. I did black people meet. Um I'm trying to think if I did I've done plenty of fish. Mm-hmm. Um oh my god, black people meet was just I had uh, the catfishing. Um, oh please! I was about to say we can't even talk about the the pics. Listen, the cat, yo, cat, <laughs> okay. the catfishing. Like you, you bring you 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 putting pictures on there from like six, seven, eight years ago. You come to the date, you don't look like that at all. I had the one guy I met. I ended up meeting him up in the Cherry Hill area, and we ended up going to Champs. And the, the date was cool, okay. no, but he came to the date, pissy drunk. Did he? He came pissy. And, and then it, it freaked me out because he looked like my ex-husband. So I was like, oh my God. So you're going to dis- divorce this person? And then you just think you're going to start dating people that looks like him? <laughs> I, I went through this whole like, yeah, I was losing it. I was losing it. So, so, so he, he looked like my ex-husband. So that scared the shit out of me. Okay. Then he's pissy drunk. When he hugs me, I can smell the alcohol in his breath. Then he's going to pee every 10 minutes on the date. Because he's drunk. Yeah. 
So, okay, so he, so we hugged and he went his way. I didn't kiss him or anything because I just didn't feel the vibe. Mm-hmm. And when I tell you, when I didn't call him, he cussed me out on that uh, black people meet inbox girl. He told me what he say. I'll never forget it. He was like, "You not." It was weird. You're not gonna be satisfied until somebody, somebody wife come to your job and you got mono. It was crazy. Then, then he said, "Then he said you're a serial dater, but he spelled it like the cereal you eat." What? <laughs> okay, my man. He called me a serial dater, but he used the C, the C, the C cereal instead of the S. Baby, got listen. Post. Got it. Fruit Loops. Got it, my man. Fruity Peppers. Okay. Baby, listen. Oh my gosh. Cheerios. Listen. Then the one guy. He was super, he was cool, but he made it very clear he didn't want any relationship, which I understood. I was okay with. Um, he was a little shorter than me. Okay. So, like, that just made me dry below the equator. Just a, just a smidgen. So, I just yeah. was kind of like, you know, but he was cool. Mm-hmm. You know, then he lived next door to his baby mom. It was just, it was just a wacky-ass dynamic. Yeah, I don't want to be in the mix of that. I'm cool. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. I'm telling him, like, you know, well, I'm not going to sleep with you. We can still be cool. Well, how did he respond to that? Listen, he listen, party. he went off. Yeah, I will not go to the friend zone. He told me he was not going to the friend zone and he was not going quietly. When I say he had a whole tantrum. Listen, <laughs> I had, you know what? I'm actually, I'm actually starting to see that now too where it's like even in the, in the very beginning when you call yourself trying to like get to know somebody, they like pop off fast. Like yeah. you've known them forever. Yes. I'm thinking to myself with some of the people that I'm meeting, how in the world do you feel comfortable enough to talk to me a certain way. Yeah. We just get to know each other. I Listen. don't know you well enough. Listen. I left a husband because I wasn't going to do this. Hey. And you want me to. You brand new. You brand new. I didn't even read your whole profile. Like Please. sit down. You mean you was just talking. We've cut people off that we've known forever for less. Hey. Shonda. Shonda. Strangers. They playing. They playing. <laughs> Stop strangers. But I just didn't have any good experience with it. It was just really weird. So he was all upset. He was like. He was. We were in what is now Books A Million. Whatever it was before then. Okay. Whatever book store that was. It was a Books A Million in Maze Landing. And uh, when I tell you he was in a little lounge area, mm-hmm. baby, when I said he done went off in there, and he told me he was not going quietly. And I just politely got my ass up and just went on and went home. I just went on. And I just like, I can't, it's too, it's too much anxiety for me yeah. with the, um, with the blind dating, um, with the, the online dating. I just don't care for it. Um, I had one guy, I don't know. He was just start going off of me about. Wanting to put a baby in me, like oh my we never, we never, we never went out. We were just, yeah. we were just talking, and he just. When I say he just went angry, I was like, I was like, yo, you sound like you beat up chicks. Yeah, yeah, you when sound I, more angry. Yeah, you know, right after that, I was a rack of bitches. I'm like, yeah, I can't do this. It's too much. Yeah, it is. It's too much. It's so funny though because you know dating looks so different for us as black women. Yeah. Whether it's like a face to face interaction or whether it's you know through online dating app, and I don't think that you know I had. Um, you know, I have a white friend that didn't necessarily understand that. Okay. Like, the difference is the difference. Yeah. Well, you know, Andrea, you know, set up a profile. You'll meet someone. And I'm like, yeah. That's not how it works for us. No, it doesn't, it doesn't really work like that for us still. Yeah. Because I think it's a commitment thing, too. So, you know, you're saying expectations, but I also think that it's a commitment barrier where, okay. you know, a lot of us are at... I mean, don't get me wrong. Some black women just want to play. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, and playing's fun. Right. 
But you know, I think I keep a record boyfriends now. The oh, stable is full. The stable is full. I saw that you was uh, accepting applications. I'm like, I want to be just like her. Careful. I want to have options on Listen Friday here. night. Don't interrupt Tuesday night. He's my favorite. <laughs> Friday, Friday's my favorite. Friday's my number one favorite. Listen yeah. here. So I gotta start taking some applications too. But I think something you said something like dating doesn't look the same for black women. It doesn't look the same for women who've been married either. Yeah. So like so so for me being in love with this person for so long. Never having a baby with anybody, having two babies with him, like I don't know really anything else. Yeah. All I knew was just this functional ass place of trying to keep this relationship together that really was never meant to be together. So once I got to like the online dating piece, it was just um very difficult for me to grasp how just how to do it. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. there was no internet dating when I was with their dad. Yeah. You know, there was no internet dating. I didn't meet him on no app. Yeah. Yeah. I met him playing on his phone. Yeah. And then we ended up meeting up and you know, and then having a good connection. So it was just weird. The whole internet dating thing was crazy to me. Yeah. And it made me extra nervous. Um, I don't know. I always just and I always was fearful that men would just turn angry if things didn't go their way. I mean And I get that, that I get that quite a bit. I'm gonna say I'm, and that's what they're doing. That that happens. Yeah. And because I'm just like, and when and when I say dating, like for me, it's like I don't be sleeping with everybody I date. Like I'm just that's not my flow. Yeah, I don't no. do that. Yeah, no. you know there are people who I've been, I've dated for years who I've never slept with. Yeah, I in, yeah, I enjoy too. male companionship. I do too. I enjoy yeah. the way they smell. Mm-hmm. I enjoy you know I enjoy you know masculinity. I was just about to say just the other energy. The yeah, yeah. Because because there's this narrative about us that we just want to emasculate our men. We want to dominate and control them. Come on, talk to the, Hey, I'm just saying, there's this narrative that's out there that says that educated women don't really look at alpha males. No, we like alpha males. We love we alpha lo- males. Yo, listen here. We love them. We want them to show up like that. Yeah. Yes. So we, like, we, we so like this, that. This narrative that, that, that's painted is always freak, it's freakish to me. It is. Because I love the presence of men. Yeah. I love testosterone. Mm-hmm. It is just like, it is just heaven to me. Yeah, and mm-hmm. it doesn't, and not even necessarily naked. Yeah, just no. the smell. Yes, because that masculine, the energy, the right masculine energy, can fill a room. Listen here, and you worry about my mouth being trashy, but when I'm around, when I'm around a man who can command, who can command attention in the room, you don't hear shit out of me. Yeah. But can I get you a plate? Yeah, it, I mean, it'll fill a room. His essence, it'll yes. fill a room. So, you know, nobody's contrary to that. We 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 like that, too. Yeah, as we do. women, as we, being educated, yeah. as being homeowners. I and, love these narratives. Yes. When I see these narratives, I always, um, am, I, I'm always skeptical. And when I hear people spouting them out, a lot of times I don't, I find that I don't challenge them. Mm-hmm. I listen because mm-hmm. I'm just a person that once I know, I know. Yeah. And I'm just not in the mind changing business. I don't. I don't feel like doing that shit. I yeah, really I'm don't. A, I'm at a point too in my life where I don't necessarily always want to be right. Yeah, I don't. Like you know what I mean. My thoughts and my opinions and my values or whatever they are. And the real deal is, is before I want to go back and forth with somebody else, I'll just. You know, I gotta I'm water sorry. my own lawn. Yeah. I just gotta water my yeah. own lawn. I don't want. You go ahead with that. Then. Yeah, I don't want to be right. Listen, I don't want to be that. Listen, right. I had a situation not too long ago where a girlfriend was telling me something, and I was just listening, and um, 
she was saying she was about to go to some some new thing, and I'm just like, oh, that's horrible. <laughs> yeah, it was just hard. I was just like, that's. I not- wasn't expecting you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was. I was just like, oh hell no, like don't do, I don't do that. But who am I to tell her? That she shouldn't take a chance and do that particular thing. Yeah. So like two days later, she calls me, and guess what she tells me about? How horrible idea that. But as a good friend, oh man, really? Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. You know, I really, you know, I hope you know you fit. Because sometimes people and just being a therapist, and I know I'm probably about the most ratchet therapist out there. This phone is blowing up, y'all. Y'all just got to hold tight and wait. Mm-hmm. Um. People are looking for it. They yes, are, they are. I appreciate that. We recording. Yes, I appreciate. I appreciate that. I hope we recording. Yes, the Lord is good. We in there. Yes, you know. Yes. But um, um, I don't even. It was just weird. Yeah. It was just weird, and I, I really, just being a therapist, I've learned sometimes that when people come to see me, they're not looking for me to give them some get right. Mm-hmm. Some people are looking for a get right. Others are not. Mm, yeah. Some people are looking just to vent and, mm-hmm. to, and to talk so they can work through their problems yeah, themselves. I agree. I get um, There are people who are looking for feedback, mm-hmm. who are looking to have some clarity. They may ask you some things. You know, so I've just learned as I've matured in my career how to assess what piece of me people are asking for. Yes. I have to assess Come what on, piece say of me. That again. Yeah, I have to assess what piece of me they're asking for. And she wasn't asking for my yes. approval that day. She was telling me what she was gonna do yes. because she was adamant that that was the right thing for her. Yeah, that's now of course right now of course if it was injurious or something that was gonna be fatally detrimental to her, of course I'm gonna say something. That's my friend. Yeah. You know, but this particular thing, it wasn't nothing big. Go for it. Yeah, okay. It's me. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. You know, and I just you like know what? That's really nice. I think that you know, I mean, I know we have so much more to talk about tonight. But if I had to even do a takeaway right now, I'm t- I'm, I'm leaving here with that. Okay. That I think that is important. That especially what we do professionally and even personally too. We have to assess what people yeah. are looking for from us. Yes, I like that. And it, and, and and not for nothing, Andrew. Like when I'm not sure, and this is what I tell anybody, professional or otherwise, even in just relationships. When I'm not sure what it is they're seeking from me in that moment, I ask the question, are you looking for me to give you feedback or do you just want me to listen? Yeah. I ask. I say that all the time. What exactly, how exactly can I support you right now? Right. How, how are you looking for me to support you? Yeah. Yeah. But the language. Yeah. I like how, yeah. You have That's to assess stuff. what part of you they, they, they're looking for. Uh-huh. And she wasn't looking to, she wasn't looking for me to tell her not to do that thing. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, That's some. I thought about some goofy shit. Now, how do we roll that over into like the other type of relationships, though? Um, how does that look? How does it? Feel? I think I think it's harder in relationships, especially with women and men, um, because men are 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 genetically dominant, you know. And it's just like I don't know. It depends on if you got a dependent or a partner. I was just about to hey. say because a lot of times they're reluctant in even saying what it is that they need. Right, but. But you'll get to a point where, you know, if things don't go the right way, they start going left, they'll say, well, you're not being this, you're not being that. Right. But they won't, I guess, you know, beforehand be able to articulate what it is that they need. So what I've understood about what I what I've come to understand about men and I teach this to my families a lot of times, especially when I have male clients. I keep a lot of male clients, like especially like adolescents. Mm-hmm. I love I love working with young boys Mm -hmm. you know it's just it's just a pleasure for me i just like it um 
I love to see the little masculine energies develop. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's just, it's just, it's just, it's just good because I have daughters, so I don't have any sons, so it's just a, you know, it's just it's a change. Yeah, it's a change for me. Yeah, I like. You it. know, but one of the things that I'm learning um, about boys, and that I tell parents, one of the things we got to understand, Andrew, is that boys are not girls. I know that seems really stupid. Come it on. seems really stupid. Boys are not no, girls. No, no, no. I, I like um, where you going. Boy, boys are not girls. They don't communicate the way we do at all they're very different mm, women very. women communicate face to face if you notice how men communicate they communicate shoulder to shoulder yes yeah, i decided that's yeah you know, so mm-hmm. a lot of times when i'm working with my male clients i'm not gazing in their eyes like i'm gazing in your eyes right now yeah i'm gaming and i don't game they beat the hell out of me on these games yeah. you know but we're doing mortal Kombat and talking about stuff we're we're doing things where they require to look at index cards where they don't have to look me directly in the face. I know that side by side is a more effective way with boys. Women are very wordy. We have extensive vocabularies. We start talking first. Listen. When we come out the womb, we, we, we talk first as toddlers. Yeah. You know, boys are a little delayed. They trail behind. Yeah. Right. Not even delayed. We're they, not they, delayed they, yeah. they speak in their own time. Yep. It's not at the same rate as us. Mm-hmm. So what I tell the moms is like, yo. You don't gotta fucking give him a twenty minute lecture about what he did wrong. Cause he stopped. He stopped listening <laughs> he, to you. He been stopped stop listening to you, sis. <laughs> he been stopped listening to you. He did. By the time you started sweating all yeah. the he missed it. And you talked about what he did in third grade and shit. And he's seventeen. He's not listening to you. Yeah. So one of two. The second thing I've learned about men. You know, the first thing is that I deal with them shoulder to shoulder. The second thing is that I don't use too many words with them. I keep the conversation good and brief. The third thing, the third thing I've learned about dealing with men and males is that you have to assess what kind of learner they are. Yeah. There yeah. are men that are hands-on learners. There are men's that men that can that learn from seeing things. Mm-hmm. There are men that learn from hearing things. Mm-hmm. You know, so there are different types of learners. Like I have, a, I have a kid who is not a big talker, and it drives his folk crazy. Yo, a lot of times when we're in session, we're in therapy, he's writing. Mm-hmm. You know, writing is a way that it's, it's a different way to communicate, yep. to clarify. I give him writing prompts mm-hmm. so I can figure out how he feels about this particular situation. You know, so, so those are the top things I do to, to understand males. I learn, I study what their, their learning style is. I do it shoulder to shoulder. I keep my words short and I respect that they're not women. I like it. That's it. I like it. That's it. I like it. So, so why isn't that translating in, and not necessarily for you personally, but I mean, we can both account that we talk to tons of women who are just as single as we are. Yeah. But I mean, still good candidates or whatever. You yeah. Know, everybody deserves that. Be loved. Absolutely. So why probably aren't those things that are very practical that you just shared that people may not necessarily like, okay, because because we're so damaged and scarred from all the dumb shit we've been through. It's not translated. Because we haven't, we're not healed. You know, and I I really, and I really, and I tell you, it's one of those things with me, Indra, um, that really set me off, you know, that people say, well, you know, you, you know, you're, you're not going to meet your somebody until you do, until you this. And I hate that because I know some, Bullshit ass broads who got men. Yeah. I know drug addicts. I know drug addicts who got companions. It's plenty of I know, love. Listen here. It's plenty. Bayside got plenty of husbands up in there. It's plenty and, of and, love. And, and, and plenty and plenty of collect calls being accepted. Like shut up. Yeah. People are people are people are married mm-hmm. and are in unions all over the place. 
And I almost get the feeling, um, I get the feeling, especially on social media, especially with the high and mighty relationship people and the married people. You got you. Hey. <laughs> don't don't start. Especially with them. It's, it's the people how they, how, all. How they all. How they all got this recipe about how to get a man. Listen here, sis. I know both your husband's girlfriends. Sit down. <laughs> Sit down. I want him to stop inboxing me. Hey. <laughs> And he sent me, he sent me that little pic. Listen, you ain't happy. Ain't no way. Are they happy or no? Hey. Please. So, so I get, I get heavily annoyed. I get heavily annoyed with the, I call them the recipe chicks. You know, you got to do this. You got to, you got to make a plate. Shit, I made a plate for years and, and still got cheated on. What the fuck you talking about? We cooked. Yeah. Yeah. Clean. We did everything. What you talking about? Yeah. What you talking yeah. about? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Stop this recipe because mm-hmm. the bottom line is. Everybody just has to wait until it's their time and their turn. Yeah, yeah. And the, and I had a girlfriend who I'm like no longer friends with. Like we ended up stopping being friends years ago. Like no hard feelings. Just went our separate ways. But I remember her saying to me, she believed very firmly that everybody will have love. I'm like, I know plenty of lonely ass people that die every day. Because, the, but I know, listen. And you are looking at me and you are shaking you, your head. You, you overstimulate. But the reality is that everybody's not gonna have somebody. Yeah, you're right. You're absolutely right. Because if that was the case, God would make equal amounts of men, equal amounts of women, and everybody would be paired up. Yeah. That's not how it happens. So, like, I really... Like, I'm not going to sit here and say, I don't want love. Absolutely, I want love. But mm-hmm. what I, the reality is that everybody's not going to get it. Mm-hmm. That's the reality. Mm-hmm. Everybody's not going to get it. And I tell you, it made me say in my prayer that if it's not for me to have... Let me be happy for the people that have it and let it not hurt me where I can't be of benefit for what my purpose is on earth. Yeah. That, yeah. that, that is, that is my, that is my position. Yeah. You know what? And I think my position too is, is and especially maybe too, because we've been married. Um, and it wasn't like a bucket list kind of thing, but you know, we've been married. I've been married. And so at the end of the day, if the person, because I'm believing he got to be packaged right now, like Jesus, Jay-Z, Will Smith, hey, Obama. We don't want Will. We don't want Will. I, you know, we I, don't want Will. <laughs> I'm being funny. I'm being funny. I got a thing for Will Smith. I got a thing for Will Smith and like Matthew McConaughey. Like if they, if if my guy isn't all that, right, all right, all right. If he isn't that, and I, and I'm single for, and I'm single, then um, I'm okay with that because you know what? In spite of it all. In spite of it all, like life is good. Yeah, life yeah. is good, you know. And so, like you, and just like you said, so you know, however this whole life thing unfolds. Yeah, I just want to continue to be resilient in whatever it is. And like you said, I like that. Live, live out this purpose in yeah. life. And it doesn't mean because we haven't found out forever person that we're not allowed to date. Yeah, be in companionship. Um, still be hopeful. Still be prayerful that that this is something that will happen for us. Um, I really just want people to just we don't, we are so caught up into instant gratification. We want to skip the process and get to the prize. You know, and I just really want to encourage everybody, you know, to to listen to what we had to say tonight and take the good shit that you like, chuck the rest. <laughs> you know, yeah, I'm just saying cuz you know I am an acquired taste. Yes. And I know I can be a little bitter on the palate of people who won't be ready for for my energy. I yes. get it. You know, but I really, you know, the conversation tonight was very authentic and just, you know, you know, you just want, 
you just want to live your best life and and, and yeah. do what you got to do for yourself and take care of yourself until these things come into 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 fruition. You know, so I just want to say thank you, Andrew. I really appreciate you coming over today, being my first guest on my podcast. Um, I'm looking forward to having you back so we can talk about your book. Okay, this was awesome, man. And I also want to have, I just, I really could just co-host with you forever because we just have such an awesome vibe. So there's a couple, <laughs> we do, we get sit in and it's authentic and this was easy. This was. I was, I was very nervous today. You were. Hush oh, you told me not Don't to tell nobody. You told, told the people. First. Yeah, I told them first. So it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> Yo. Yo, my forehead was moist and both of my chins was like, was quivering. I don't got time to play with y'all tonight. You know, but um, I definitely want to have you back so we can talk about your book. Okay. I definitely want to have you back so we can talk about leaders versus bosses in the workplace and how it impacts work performance and, um, you know, and, and productivity. I'm here for you. Yes, I love it. Whenever. So I love you. I appreciate you. I look forward for the time that we can um, have dialogue again. Good night, y'all. Good night, y'all.